millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Erios. Hi, I'm best-smelling author Maribel May, and you're listening to The Complete Wedding. Make sure to check out the entire Complete Woman series now on the Erios Network and available wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't miss my latest installment, The Complete Christmas, debuting December 3rd. Enjoy! Hello and welcome back to The Complete Wedding with Maribel May. You've realized your registry in Episode 5, and now it's time to dig into desire in Episode 6, The Wedding Night. You've said your I do's, you've cut your cake, you've tossed your bouquet. That about wraps up your big day, right? But what about your big night? The Wedding Night. You're not officially married in the eyes of God until you've consummated the marriage. I'm talking about S-E-X, sex. I'm sure you're asking yourself, why does she spell it if she's just going to say it after? Well, worry about yourself. Now, to a virgin bride, which of course is redundant, married love can be very intimidating. But this sort of intimacy will be a pivotal part of your marriage. After all, if you aren't doing it with your husband, someone else probably is. Now, in the olden days, women thought sex was something to endure. In Victorian times, women were seen as too holy to share in sexual pleasure with their husbands. The sex act was only conducted out of dire necessity, as immaculate conception was unlikely. Men would seek sexual pleasure outside of the marriage, and it was nothing to write home about. But this old claptrap has unfortunately made a lasting mark on even a modern woman's view on carnal desire. This myth of marital frigidity, the idea that lovemaking is just another to-do on your chore list, is very harmful to modern marriage. Now that I think of it, lovemaking with my husband Freck is on my to-do list, but it's number two, right after picking up our dry cleaning. But what the old hags of yesteryear, like my mother, don't tell you is that SEX is super duper fun. Even today in 1966, women around the globe blush when talking about this taboo subject. In the movies, directors cut away right before the naughty deed is done. It's what happens when those two beautiful movie stars roll out of frame. Sometimes if you tilt your television, you can get a little sneaky peeky. If you're confused about the rudimentary goings-ons of the holy roly-poly, ask your mother. Don't have a mother? Consult a priest. Not religious? Well, then you probably already know all about it. Now, I have a few tips to make sure your wedding night is frying, not crying. Step 1. 
buy some fun and flirty lingerie. Nothing gets me in the mood more than a silky romper or a sheer chiffon cape. On my wedding night, I wore a nightie so tiny it barely reached my belly button. You might consider a clever set with silk chemise and matching panties. Just don't show up to your bridal suite in a terry cloth housecoat and expect your new husband to be busting at the seams. Unless, of course, he's into that kind of thing. Step 2. Communicate. Don't be afraid to tell your guy what feels good and what you could live without, but make sure to frame it in a positive light as to not challenge his masculinity. Never say you don't like something that he's doing. Instead, say that is nice, but this is better. Or that is better, but this is best. Or that is best, but this is amazing. Or that is amazing, but this is incredible. Or that is incredible, but this is spectacular. Just make sure to stop short of miraculous. You always want to leave room for improvement. Step 3. Practice makes perfect. If at first you don't succeed, try, try again. If your wedding night has you scratching your head saying, I think we did it wrong, don't worry. You have your entire marriage to find the right formula. And after all, that's what the honeymoon is for. Freck and I didn't leave the hotel room once during our Florida getaway. And by the end of our month-long holiday, we finally figured out where it went. Now just remember that sex makes you pregnant unless you take proper precautions. Children are gifts from God, but they're also annoying and expensive. Lucky for you young brides, there's a little invention called the pill. I used to have to stick a loofah up my hoo-ha, but now all you have to do is pop a pretty pink pill along with your morning Valium. Just watch out for those pesky side effects that include mood swings, blood clots, severe acne, heart attacks, skin rashes, hair loss, forehead wrinkles, bad breath, brittle nails, suicidal interest, fear of chickens, anger at pants, car legs, veiny armpits, shark teeth, attitude, death, zombification. Now I decided to wrangle my husband and have the talk with my daughter Judy. Take a little listen. You might learn something too. I know I did. Now, Freck, I really think it's time to have the talk with our daughter, Judy. I don't know why I'm being dragged along in this mess. Normally, this is something for mothers to do while fathers are out painting pottery or some such. Well, it's nice to have a male influence so you can talk about the male part of it. Which part is that? Oh, boy. Maybe you need the talk as much as Judy does. (laughs) You're not kidding. I'm looking forward to this. All right. Well, for crying out loud, why has she put a doorbell on her bedroom door? She's much too clever for my liking. I think Judy's very mature for a ten-year-old. You know, my mother showed me what sex was when I was eight. What do you mean she showed you? Well, she took me to a porno move. Maribel, I've never even seen a porno move. Well, you haven't? Most of mine are magazines. I know. I find them hidden under the rocks in the yard. Well, I hardly want them to blow away. Anyway, let's give this buzzer a twirl. Who is that? It's your parents, Judy. Uh, can you come back in a little bit? Oh, I don't like that. Open this door this instant. Well, are you selling something? Judy, no, of course not. We see your no soliciting sign. I can see you through the mail slot. Now come and open the door. Oh, heavens, there's no lock anyway. 
Hey, you came in without me answering. Parents' privilege, right, darling? I can go through any one of your drawers at any time. That goes for both of you. Be my guest. You won't find anything you won't have already noticed before. Don't touch my drawers, Frack. If I had a dime. Now, what's a big idea? What are y'all coming in my room for? This is my time. Judy, you're about ten, right? Let me check my date book. Conception, 1955. She's ten. My birthday, June 91. There's not 91 days in June, Judy. There's not even 91 days in a year. You and your father both need to take a class. Anyway, what are all these toys doing out here? Shut up in there, Doris! Say now, what's going on here? There's naked Barbies on the floor, noises coming from your closet. I don't like this. Let me open that closet door. Don't you do it, Mother. Judy, get off of me. Hi, Mrs. May. Oh, hi, Doris. I didn't mean to frighten you. You can't help that. Not with that nose of hers. <laughs> Isn't she right? I'll say. It got here a half hour before you did. Now you two be nice to Doris. I'm friends with her mother, Barbara. Barbara the big girl. Now, Judy. Well, she is, isn't she? She sure is. Oh, boy, she is. To hear the boys in the neighborhood tell it, you've got a three-car garage or a one-Barbara garage. <laughs> I wish you were my dad, Mr. May. Anyway, we came in for a specific reason, girls. I didn't mean to interrupt your slumber party. It's not a slumber party. She's not staying. I'm not welcome. But what are you doing here? Ask her. She's the one who came in through the window. Were you looking for something? Well, I was just looking for company. Now, Doris, have your parents sat you down and had a discussion about the birds and the bee's knees? Well, they haven't... Well, they, they haven't told me specifically about, about a, a lot of it, but I could... So I'm allowed to be in the room? Well, that's shocking, I have to say. But I put nothing past Barbara, especially a meatball sub. Judy, your mother has some harebrained idea that we've got to educate you in the ways of, well, love, relations, sexual intercourse, carnal knowledge, coital embrace, flesh fucking. Oh, Judy, this is good stuff. Doris, shut your trap. This isn't about you. I think it's time to talk to you girls about female sexual responsibility. Uh, Judy, where'd you find those cookies? Under the mattress. You're not going to share any with Doris? Doris has some in her pocket. I'm saving them for later because I don't get fed at home. Is that because your mother eats the food before she makes the food? All right, girls, so listen up. When a man and a woman meet... They fall in love. Every single time. And then they decide to be married. <laughs> no, thanks. I'm never getting married. Now, Judy... Well, I'm not. I look at the two of you and I think, why, I'd rather go with the circus. Oh, wow. She is so cool. Now, girls, girls, in a lot of ways, being married is like a circus. That's for sure. Explain. It's like putting your head in a lion's mouth. Often I feel like I'm walking on a tightrope. And I feel like I'm swinging on a trapeze. Once you're my age, you don't have to go to a freak show to see a bearded lady. Just look in the mirror. Wait a minute. Well, um, clowns? Well, your mother's vagina's like a clown car. Frick, the girls don't want to hear that, but thank you. Now listen, there's something very important that happens on the wedding night. After the bride and groom exchange their holy vows... They go to the honeymoon suite. And do you two know what happens in the honeymoon suite? They get together. I mean, like, puzzle pieces. Yeah, I, I think I'm getting it. Yeah, like fingernails on a hand. It's like pin the tail on the donkey, but instead of an ass, it's a front. 
That's right. And if that wasn't clear, I don't know what won't be. Mother, this is all nice and all, but I already know about the birds and the fleas. Oh, you do, Judy. Well, I'm interested to hear your theories. Yeah, Cassandra, let's hear how it goes. My name's Judy. It's a Greek mythology reference, for Christ's sake. Would you stop with those freck? I will not, Medusa. Oh, well, what happens when they when you do the deed is a man takes a woman in his hands. He spins her around till she gets real dizzy. And then right when she's about to pass out, her eyes slowly shut her closed. And then he takes his fingers and he puts them into her eyeballs until they get covered in eyeball goo. And then... They go to the moves. See? Greek mythology. Oedipus. It's all there. Oedipooey is what I say. Oedipussy. Hey, we won't have that kind of talk here in this house. Well, we were all doing it. Everyone's mean to mother. And I know how a baby's born, too. No, I'm agog to hear this. Settle back, dear. It appears. Oh. I know how the baby part happens. Once you're you got the the eyeball goo on you, then you rub it on the tummy and it seeps in through the belly button and it mixes with the baby matter and it forms the ears and then it, it learns through hearing and then it grows and larger and larger. And it helps if you eat a lot of chocolate and lobster. Rick, is this true? It sounds right to me. Now you're confusing me, you two. I'm confused too because after I've done my part, I go away on a nine-month vacation. Rick, have we been doing it wrong? We couldn't be. Look, here's the proof. This thing. But to be fair, I didn't birth Judy. Right, but what about our son, Buzz? Found him in the river, too. You have a brother? Yeah, Buzz. Sometimes he sleeps under the house. And we don't even have a crawl space. He just burrows real close next to the wall. Doesn't even need a blanket. Oh, I thought that was a cat. I pet him. He's pretty soft. He did bite me one time. Oh, I'd be careful. He hasn't had his shots in years. But he hasn't had his teeth in years, either, so he'll just dumb you. Now, this is all silly. You two come in here acting like I don't know squat. And I do. Girls, I'm just trying to give you a heads up for what to expect on your wedding night. I think it's time to bring out the charts. That's a good idea. I'll set up the easel. You get the pointer. This is so boring. Why can't we just read some of Dad's magazines under the rock? Hey. Have you gotten to those? Of course I have. Heck yeah. Don't mess up my system, either. All right, now peek up. Now, this is an anatomically correct vision of a penis. Oh, I thought that was me. Wait a minute, Doris, are you a man? It looks got the head and the hair with the bowl cut on it. And I thought that was me. I guess it does resemble your honker. Wow, that's really uncanny. Even that weird line down the center... It's kind of like that scar I have. And the testicles. They look like your ears. Maribel, stop looking at her. You're liable to get turned on. Well, anyway, girls, do you have any questions about this dick? Yeah, what's for dinner? And here's an anatomically correct poster of a vagina. Hey, that looks like me. Why, it sure does. Your beady little cyclops eye is the clitoris. I think it's beautiful. What's a clitoris? I'll tell you what it is. It's a magical horse that lives in the woods. I saw him once. I rode him. It felt really great. Do I have a clitoris, Doris? Typical man thinks he can have it all. All right, take it easy. Now, next is a bit of a puppet show where we'll walk you through how proper sexual intercourse should A, be approached, B, executed, and C, forgotten about. All right, give me the female Barbie. Sorry, it's wet. Why is it wet, Doris? I don't know. I was bored in the closet. Oh, no. 
Well, it's not a popsicle. Right. Oh, no. Hand me the mail doll, please. Here it is. Sorry it's so dry. I mean, it's basically talcum powdered. Why is this so dry? I was bored out here in the room. I have it in my right mind to take away all your powders, Judy. Then do it. All right, now, here we go. Here's the the bridal Barbie on her wedding night. See, she's taking a bath. A -a scrub-a-dub-dub. And here's Ken, drunk as a fucking monkey, knowing what he's about to get into. See, Barbie lies down on her back. And so does Ken. And there's a battle of wills. (gasps) Who's gonna win? They both fall asleep. Isn't it exciting, girls? Any questions? Mother, I have a question. Why do you call out the name... William, when you're taking a bath sometimes? I... I'm not saying William. I'm saying... Pills. Give me my pills. No, Mother, you're saying William. You shout William, William. You're not talking about William Clayton, that rubber dollar who tried to throw a wrench in the works. What a laugh. Yes, I mean, no. Freck, please, it's it's not like that. I chose you. I do, Maribel. I do, Freck. If anyone present objects to this holy union, please say your peace or forever hold your peace. Maribel, wait! William? What's this? I thought you were dead. So did I. I thought you never existed. Who is this William? Um... Tell him, Maribel. Tell him about the painting. Tell him about us. Freck... Just give me one moment. All right. No red flags raised here. William. How could you have moved on so fast? I waited for you for 30 days. But when you didn't show up, I I had to move on. Freck's a good man, and, and he really likes me a lot, and, and I think he's fine. For 30 days, I had no food or water, but the memory of you kept me alive. William, I'm in the middle of getting married. What do you want me to do? Well, you know what I want you to do, Maribel. The question is what you want to do. Would you like to go through the road less traveled by me, or more traveled by Frank? It's Freck. I've never heard of a man named Freck. I'm pretty sure his name is Frank. It might be. I only met him 30 days ago. If you choose me, Maribel, I promise you adventure. I promise you passion. And most of all, I promise you love. Ever since I thought you died, I've been dreaming of the day that you might return. And now that you're here in front of me, I just don't know what to do. But I think I know what I have to do. I really love you, and you're so attractive, but I really don't want to live in that tin shack. So I'm sorry, William, but I choose Freck. Uh, are you serious? I do. Uh, okay, Maribel. I think you're making a big mistake. I'm going back to Korea. I'm pretty sure I have a wife there anyway. I'm sorry, my love. What is all this business? It was just a moment from my past, but it's been resolved because I... I'm taking the road most traveled by, and that will make all the difference. <laughs> That's true. I still do. And I still do, too. So again, if anyone in our presence objects to this holy union, speak now or forever hold your peace. Stop right there. It's me, Sergeant Lou Hanrahan. Who? Fair point. 
I now pronounce you man and wife. You may kiss the bride. Oh, not on the lips. So, girls, has this been a valuable lesson to you? I guess. Yes, Maribel. Miss May. Oh, thank you, Doris. Aren't you a treat? I don't think I want to get married. Oh, Doris, I know that marriage can seem difficult. And it is. But at the end of the day, it's so wonderful to have a partner. Someone who's really in it with you most of the time. I'm so glad that I married Freck. And even if I wanted to turn back the hands of time, I couldn't. The choice you make is the path you take. And Maribel, I feel exactly the same way about you. You're the light of my life. You're the sun in my ocean. And the moon in my star. You know, I really do love you. I wish this was my family. Well, it isn't. It's mine. And Maribel's. Our own little family. Doris, you'd better run along. Here, take the laundry chute. Goodbye, Doris. Congratulations! You're well on your way to wandering down the aisle into wedded wonderland, thanks to the wisdom of Maribel May. Starring Amanda Lund as Maribel May, Matt Gourley as Franklin May, Maria Blasucci as Judy May, Molly Hockey as Doris, Chris Smith as William, and me, Mark McConville, as your announcer, Mort Kleinman. This is Gary Nesbitt, local businessman, entrepreneur, and fellow who sells things to other people. I have a very exciting new business venture that I think you're going to enjoy very much. It's the Nesbitt Honeymoon Hotel. And these theme rooms, I got to tell you, they're out of this world. One of them is literally, it simulates the blackness of outer space. You cannot see a thing, but you can feel a thing, let me tell you. We have sort of an autumnal room. We have a college dormitory. We have the room that looks like your parents' bedroom. We've got an igloo. We have a sleeping bag that I just leave in the hallway. If you can imagine it, I've already imagined it. I will be standing right outside the door to help you in any way that I possibly can. And that's the Gary Nesbitt personal guarantee. And if you don't consummate your marriage at the Nesbitt Honeymoon Hotel, I invite you to come to my house, put hot wax on every part of my body, and just pull the hairs out. That'll be my punishment for not satisfying your every need as a customer at the Nesbitt Honeymoon Hotel. We'll see you there. Uh, you won't see me, but I will see you there. Erios. Powered by Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.